Have you ever wondered why anyone drinks Malort? Or if there are actually lobsters in the Chicago River? Then listen to the Curious City podcast, where we answer all your questions about Chicago and the region. WBEZ's Curious City is part of the NPR network and available wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and this is Reset. Chicago has a reputation for being the most corrupt city in America. So the job of government watchdog is not an easy one. The city's inspector general is charged with getting the mayor and city agencies to be transparent, ethical, and accountable. Since 2009, the job of reining in corruption and enforcing good practices and good government was held by our next guest. Joining us is the newly retired inspector general of the city of Chicago, Joe Ferguson. Joe, great to have you back on Reset. Uh, great to be here, Sasha Ann. So your last day on the job, Joe, was Friday, October 15th. And since then, you've been critical of the Lightfoot administration, and the mayor's had some harsh words for you as well, saying that uh, you're merely a, quote, speck on her rearview mirror, and that the next IG should understand the importance of staying in their lane. What's your response to those statements? Um, they're unfortunate. Um, you use the word critical, and I would say critique. Critical has negative connotation, and and I've leaned into some challenging facts about where we are and um, some aspects of how we've gotten to where we are. And um, the mayor has gone to a personal place. This isn't about her, the person. This shouldn't be about me, the person. Um, this shouldn't be vituperative. Um, this is about good governance and about the people who are supposed to benefit from good governance. So you kind of take it and just move on. But this is not the place where um, I think the public um, wants to see their public figures um, and officials, whether elected or appointed. And I just note it, it, it came at the same time that a a judge in the context of the FOP mayoral dispute around um, speech and vaccinations um, upbraided all of the city officials in that back and forth mm-hmm. um, for the fact that they're not conducting themselves as public servants. But the mayor wrote a glowing op-ed about you just a week earlier, expressing gratitude for your um, more than a decade of independent and unbiased oversight are the two of you going to be able to hit reset now on your relationship? Uh, yeah, I, I can't make sense of that. I can't make sense of that at all. I want to go over some of the reasons why uh, Mayor Lightfoot might be frustrated a bit with you. you. You've said publicly that she hasn't lived up to her promises of police reform and cleaning up city government. Can you expand on that? Um, look, let's, let's take the place that um, we are struggling the most and that is with respect to policing and police reform. We are, we have not moved out of the gates from her critique of the history of the Chicago Police Department and where it stood when she became mayor. Um, it's been an extraordinary two and a half years, but um, the, the job of a, a big city mayor, which I believe is the hardest job in America, because they actually have to deal with and be immediately responsive to things happening on the ground every single day in ways that, say, a president doesn't have to, um, it involves 
walking and chewing gum at the same time. You have lots and lots of amazing people who work for you and carry forward the work, which means lots and lots of things are supposed to be done simultaneously. And both reform of the police department, uh, we're spinning our wheels and not moving forward. We've actually gone backwards since the mayor brought in Charlie Beck from L.A., who actually was responsible under the terms of a consent decree for managing the L.A. Police Department into the professional organization that it is now from the very dark place uh, it was and was found to be following uh, the Rampart scandal and Rodney King. The other part of that, and this is, this is hard work, the other part of that is violence. And we're, whatever we're doing is not working, and yet we limp along with almost a kind of shell game series of actions by the superintendent. So we've neither restructured ourselves for reform, one of the things that she ran on. Um, we are not leaning into public safety and public safety strategy, one of the things that she was presumed to carry in to the job. Um, and so, you know, you, you got to call it for what it is. One of your final reports, Joe, was about the engine at Young Raid. Now, that's the social worker who was left naked and handcuffed while police wrongfully raided her apartment. What were your findings there? So the, we're, I'm, I'm not at liberty yet to speak of the findings. I'd, I've spoken of them publicly at, at Broad Brush. But the, the, and, and I should note that there are three forms of inquiry, actually four forms of inquiry related to that. Um, one is the investigation by COPA of the officers directly involved in the raid itself. And that was concluded in the spring, and findings and recommendations were made, and disciplinary action taken on that with respect to the officers there. Numbers two and three um, were investigative inquiries conducted by the Office of Inspector General, and we issued our report to the mayor on my last night um, in office, and I'll get to that in a second. And then this other inquiry that was um, prompted by the mayor bringing in an outside law firm to conduct an investigation that the scope of which she and the corporation counsel defined um, into this matter and um, uh, under terms that they are going to define. We haven't heard anything from them yet at all, not when, not what. And as for our report, there's a process. Um, we made investigative findings, and so the mayor and the superintendent and the head of COPA and the, the corporation council uh, were all provided the report with an opportunity to respond within 30 days, and the law allows that to be extended for another 30 days. And then at that point, uh, there, will be, there will be a public offering from I, you know, the, the interim IG, I would expect, and there's a requirement by law that it be certainly spoken to publicly at the time of the next quarterly report. But what we found there was um, a system, both um, in the particular and culturally, that um, failed and failed a victim and essentially re-victimized um, Anjanette Young with respect to how um, she and her lawyer were treated with respect to FOIA requests for the videos that she requested of the search of her own apartment involving her own body um, uh, with respect to um, how uh, she has been treated in the context of litigation. Um, and there are, there are things that absolutely implicate violates, violations of, 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 of sort of good governance, fiduciary responsibility, 
Um, uh, but we were not in a position, or we did not, I did not believe we were in a position to make absolute, um, affirmative declarations of violations having mm-hmm. occurred. We said, look, all of these things happened based on the evidence, but we're not going to make disciplinary recommendations for the simple reason that the mayor interposed this other investigation being conducted in a parallel fashion in ways that are going to result in other evidence not being known. And it may be, it may be exculpatory. It may be mitigating. It may be inculpatory, but we don't know. And we don't, we don't loft a um, conclusions, knowing that there is evidence that we have been barred from seeing because the administration has put the entirety of that investigation under a claimed cloak of attorney-client privilege. So we, 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 there's, there will be a public accounting of this. Right. At the broad brush, the city behaved, the, the city was just behaving badly in so many respects. That story will be told. Where it all lands is yet to be seen. Joe, you've been the city's watchdog under mayors Richard M. Daly, Rahm Emanuel, and now Lori Lightfoot. How did these three mayors work differently with the IG's office? Um, extraordinarily. Um, Richard Daly, um, so first off, the public should understand that, that Chicago's um, IG ordinance is modeled on the federal act, and it's really it, it's aligned with best practices, and it follows national standards. And Chicago really stands out in that regard among municipalities across the United States. So while we all talk about corruption and inefficiencies and waste, it's also the, in, in Chicago, it's also the case that Chicago actually has supported um, the most vigorous and robust oversight body. Under Mayor Daly, um, uh, I, I'm not sure he, he had full appreciation of the magnitude mm-hmm. of actually what the function was and where it could go, because it is an extraordinarily broad mandate under the law. Um, but he was respectful of it, um, maybe grudging respect, but respectful. Rahm Emanuel um, had a background that lent him to actually understood what IGs did. And to be to be honest, I'm sure I pissed him off regularly, um, and he made it very clear, actually, publicly. Um, but ultimately, um, he evolved as a chief executive to understand that the, that the oversight function is actually a critical one to the success of a mayor, not just when things break bad, but for our back and forth that, that, that helps sort of steer to the objective analysis of things that can and should be done better. Right. Um, mayor Lightfoot, she knew the function. She understood the function um, coming in. Um, she hasn't adapted to it yet. So it, it, and, and actually has been quite resistant to it. And on the basis of your first question and remarks she recently made, really disrespectful of it. Are you concerned about Mayor Lightfoot still not naming a permanent replacement for you? Um, yes. Um, I, I think I made it a matter of public record on July 1st that my term ended October 15th. And I, I, I sort of flagged that for everyone because there is a, there is a, um, a, a process set forth under the law that actually takes some time in order to um, conduct a national search and conduct vetting and refer to the mayor finalist for the mayor to then make a nomination to then go to the city council for hearing and confirmation. That's a long process, and um, there is a pretty high threshold for qualifications, and the search has to be national. That would take time, and there are a number of consequences tied to the end of of the term of the existing IG than me. Nothing was done until late September, almost three months later. 
And here we are, and there is no indication of the position having been posted, the selection committee having sort of dug in in a major way into the work. Mm -hmm. So we are still months out. So we are going to be in this sort of hovering interim period for an extended amount of time, which I will tell you, quite frankly, leaves the office without sort of clear and statutorily protected voice. The work will continue. Um, uh, We've made public um, in an addendum in my budget statement earlier in the month, a very, very long list of product, uh, products that, and projects that are in the works and will be going forward. But at some point, you know, you start to go backwards um, just, so, from, um, just from sort of being in the shadows, and that should be a concern to everybody. There's no reason why we should have been here in the first place. And, and it looks like we're still months away from, from, from actually the, the naming of a formal new term protected IG. So tell us, how can our city's government be improved, Joe? Um, our, our, my goodness, so many things. Well, you, you've um, recently called the government it, broken. So I want to know your, your thoughts on, on how to fix it. It's, we are, we structurally are not well situated to um, succeed. Um, it's broken in the sense that it all devolves um, uh, to the power and the exercise of power by a single individual. And no system works well um, for very long in that fashion, especially in these trying times. We, we don't have a sufficiently engaged legislative body engaged in legislative oversight, conducting meaningful hearings, generating its own proposals as a body, um, and putting the mayor's proposals to real scrutiny and test. We don't have any structure that is or function that is independent that actually is scoring um, legislative proposals, not just for their costs, but for the metrics by which we would evaluate them as they go forward, and then actually have independent hearings conducted by the legislative branch to determine whether or not we're doing well. And in all of this, the IG's work, and the IG's work uh, nationally, most is intended to serve the legislative branch in the performance of that legislative oversight. Um, that all the work that is done by the IG's office is not used to best purpose by the legislature. It is increasingly being used by the public and civil society and advocates in civil society and in universities, but in, within the government itself, it's not being used. So all of these things require an examination as mm-hmm. to whether or not we are collectively being governed in a way that serves the people. And the people have to be part of that process as well. We need to look at visioning the structure of our government for the future. Before I let you go, Joe, tell us what's next for you. Are we going to see you run for office? You're definitely not going to see me run for office. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is... Um, that if I were to run for office, I think everybody um, would say that guy, all that work that was done by his office in his time, even though it's supposed to be um, nonpartisan, actually was motivated by political ambition. That happened to me as I came into as I came into the position in 2009. My predecessor immediately left and ran for the United States Senate. And that that was hung over the office for four or five years. I think we're beyond that. So I'm not going to do that. The function's too important of itself, one. Two, um, I'm just another guy um, who maybe thinks he could do the job well or better. But the fact of the matter is, is doing it better within a broken paradigm still means that if I were to stop doing a job like running for mayor, 
we just sort of we, we we're, we're left to sort of the random outcome of the next person. I think it's far more important to actually sort of dig into what's wrong with our government structurally than it is to running for office. And that's what I intend to be doing in some fashion moving forward. Well, we appreciate you making the time. That's Joe Ferguson, newly retired Inspector General of the City of Chicago. Thanks, Joe. Thank you, Sasha. Well, that's it for today's Reset. For more of our interviews, subscribe to this podcast. And please, give us a rating. It helps other listeners find us. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Thanks for listening. We'll meet again tomorrow. Do you need a break from the news? Well, my friend, Nerdette Podcast is here for you. Our show is all about delight. We laugh about what's happening in pop culture and feature thoughtful interviews with fascinating people. We even have a monthly book club that you can participate in. I could just go on and on about it. I loved this book. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. (laughs) I discovered authors I'd never heard of, and I'm really happy that I did. Come hang out with us. Listen to Nerdette wherever you get your podcasts.